Welcome to Breakthrough Prayer Podcast with Pastor Camille Sophia. Thank you for joining us today. We hope it gives you a reason to know that the time for transformation is here, and that time is now. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. Let's go to the word, Matthew 6, 31. He says, therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? Go ahead and read verse 32. 33 last, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for the word. We know the word heal, it deliver, it set free. Let the anointing come on the word now that no one will be able to stop it. No demon, no devil, not even the kingdom of darkness. But I pray that the anointing is coming upon me now as I decrease, mighty God, and you increase in this house that no stone, no stone will be left unturned, but the anointing shall ravage this house. Kill every demon. Drive out every unclean spirit. Come out of Zion. Come out. Out. I call fire. I call fire. Rabando Sibioso. Ninda Tabasubushiba. Ibiku Nastibikundo Ru. Shiba. Rishmundo Robosaba. Let anointing erupt as heaven meet earth in Adonai ministries. Lives are transformed for the kingdom of God. Let the sick be healed and let the backslider come home. Let the rebellious and the wayward receive fire. The anointing be in charge now, God, that every person will examine themselves, including myself. For Paul says, Lest I preach to others and become a castaway. So, God, I decrease now, and I pray that the anointing is coming upon this house now in Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands and give God praise. Clap your hands and give him praise. Clap your hands and give him praise. Clap your hands and give him praise in this house. Give a holy God a praise. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. You may be seated in the presence of God. You can give your neighbor my sermon title. God must be first. God must be first. Come on, turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, God must be first. By way of homiletics, three points. We're going to ask you to resist walking while the word is going forth. Ushers, hold the door. We got baptism. We got persons that is trapped in the 
in the in the kingdom of darkness. Come on, somebody, work with me. This is the time that you get in the spirit. You are a deliverance church. You must understand uh, holy and righteous things. Now is the time you get in the spirit because there's some people here that need to be delivered. Oh, glory be to God. So don't spectate. Bow your heads and pray and preach with me. We got to understand that we're in the last days. Forget about yourself right now. Forget about yourself. How cute you look. Forget about everything right now. And let us begin to position ourselves as the God. Lord God Almighty, use us mightily. Come on, somebody. Mandarabasha, get out of religiosity. Come on, don't try to tie me up. I come to build kingdom. Mashaba. If I have offended you, I, 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 I forgive you. Ababa, if you offend me, you forgive me. Come on, somebody. But don't try to tie me up. But come on, somebody. You gotta preach. We come to build a kingdom. We come to build kingdom. Jesus. Three points. Your priority is to put God first. Number one. Number two, seek the kingdom. Number three, seek righteousness. By way of introduction, we are living in an era in which everyone and everything is vying for our attention, time, and energy. It's a time in which many believers are sucked into the vacuum of the world system known as the cosmos. It's a time in which the wicked devil has created so many distractions for the believer, especially during this pandemic. It's a time in which material things are placed at the forefront and spiritual things are considered unimportant, futile, and insignificant. It's a time in which we are seeing Second Timothy being played out universally. Men are lovers of themselves, unholy, unthankful, despisers of them that are good, headstrong, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. It's a very dangerous epoch in which some believers and unbelievers are worshipping the God of self and money. One preacher called it in this era, B-U-S-Y, which means being under Satan yoke. You see, spiritual things and the kingdom of God and holiness and righteousness are not considered primary as they are not at the forefront of some believers' mind. However, it is high time that the church take a stand because it said that if you don't stand for something, then you might fall for everything. Adonai, may I give you my thesis of this message on today. God must be first. The book of Matthew was written by Matthew the tax collector in about A.D. 70. And Matthew's gospel was written to Jewish believers. Matthew wrote the gospel to give an eyewitness account of Jesus' life. Matthew presents Jesus as a fulfillment of Israel's prophetic hope. In Matthew 6, he addressed given to the needy and he talked about the our father prior and he spoke about fasting and laying up treasures in heaven and he spoke to us from chapter 6 not to worry 
Now in verse 33, he gave the instruction and this brings us to the apex of Matthew chapter 6. He says, but seek ye first. This verse opens up with a conjunction, which is but, which tells us that the preceding verses are interconnected to verse 33. You see, prior to verse 33, he admonishes the believer not to worry about anything. He advised in depth not to worry about what you should eat or drink or wear. He mentioned that if God can take care of the fowls and the lilies, then he will certainly take care of you. And after he instructed them not to worry, he addressed the kingdom. And it leads me to my first point. Your priority is to put God first. He says, but seek he first the kingdom of God. Jesus came to the climax of the argument. You see, the kingdom is the ultimate focus of every believer. The kingdom is more important than our personal agendas. The kingdom is to be our controlling priority. The kingdom is first. The kingdom comes before even our jobs, our families, our children, and even our own life. That's why he said in Luke 9.23, If any man should come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. In Luke 4. 1826 he says if any man should come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yea and his own life he cannot be my disciples. You see the word hate there means to love less. If you can't love everything less and love God more, then you have not mastered what it means to put the almighty God in first position. You got to put God first. Stop making excuses why you can't perform at your best in the kingdom. Make the sacrifice and make kingdom your priority. But what does it mean to seek God? You see, the Greek word for seek is zetio, Z-E-T-E-O. It means to look for, to desire, to possess, to strive for. Seek is a verb, which is an action word. And this is indicating that your relationship with the Holy God require action. It means that it will not only entail lip service, but there's an expectation for you and I to get involved. Get to know God. Ah, you see, it's important to develop a deep relationship with him. Uh, you can't say you know him and you don't read the word daily. You don't fast and you don't pray and you don't engage spiritual uh, discipline and you don't get involved in the church. God is a relational God. 
uh, and that's why he made a covenant with men. He used to come down in the cool of the day and walk with Adam and have fellowship with him because God is a covenant keeping God and he wants to establish a committed relationship. He don't want a fornicator and a spiritual adulterer. A spiritual adulterer says, ah God I know I made a commitment to you but the things of the world are dragging me away from you and every now and then it's a little bit of God and a little bit of the devil but he's saying I want to establish a healthy relationship that you and I can take it higher and deeper not on the peripheral but higher heights deeper death so glory be to God Almighty seeking God begins in the heart that's why David says, my heart says, you seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. You see, wholeheartedness in seeking God is required. That's why he says in Psalm 63, verse 1, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. You see, the present imperative verb seek makes clear that pursuing the eschatological kingdom is not a passive act, but one that must be pursued with rigor. Seek carries the idea of concentrating on it, making the kingdom one's highest priority. The idea is to make the kingdom the center of our lives ah but he says first why is he saying first you see first indicates priority and is emphatic in sentence it means that one should put kingdom issues about above everything else and the idea is to put material things in second position you remember Jesus when Jesus came and about when he was a teenager they went they were going into I believe it was Jerusalem Bishop can help me and Jesus was missing in action when it was time to return and Mary and Joseph couldn't find the son of the living God and when Mary found him she was upset Jesus looked at her and says don't you know that I must be about my father's business some of you are about your own business but if you begin to be about God's business you will see a drastic change in your life we are living in an era in which many people are seeking things uh, we, we, we seek things more than how we seek God. Uh, it's an era where you can't even find people to work in the kingdom. And some people leave their position and it don't mean anything to them. Because you don't understand the kingdom. That's why I got to teach you today. That's why you leave it and you don't even care about it. And sometimes your name is on the list but you did nothing since you signed up. Because you thought it's nothing. Ah, because you have not come into the understanding.
understanding of the kingdom of the almighty God. You tell us that you're too busy for the kingdom and you give yourself to everything else but the kingdom. Oh, glory be to God. Ah, you have not understood what God is doing and what God is saying. Oh, but I come by to tell you that seeking God, ah, you got to become like David. Oh, glory be to God. David was about kingdom. Oh, glory be to God. David was about going after God. That's why he can say, as the deer panted after the water broke, so does my soul panted after thee. If you're a kingdom builder, something draw you to God and the things of God, you are never fulfilled. The more you get it, is the more you want it. There's an insatiable desire down in the depth of your soul. No music can fill it. Nothing can satisfy because there's something deep down. He says early in the morning I will seek you. That's what David says early in the morning. When the first thing I get up before my foot hits. Oh glory be to God the crown. Early in the morning I'm going to seek you. That's why he can says he that dwelleth in the secret place. Every now and then I got a secret place. I got a place for me and God. I got to meet him every now and then. All the time. It's about the relationship that I have with him. I can't explain it, but he's more than a friend to me. He is closer than a brother. I can't explain it to you, but something started when I give my life to him. Every now and then I feel like giving myself away. is to daily concentrate on him and make him your top priority and the stuff will come and I'm getting there you see there are fringe benefits in seeking God seeking God is the solution to all your problem because if you're sad he says the joy of the Lord is my strength he doesn't have to all work it out for me uh, already but because there's a joy down in my soul I can sing on it I can worship on it I can go to work on it I can go to school on it I can deal with my family with it I can deal with my husband with it because there is a joy a joy unspeakable and full of glory it's down in my soul I can't explain it but it's satisfied those who seek God will be rewarded and I'm running on you see God promised to be found by those who seek him he says in Proverbs 8 17 I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me Luke 11, 9 to 10. So I say to you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek 
and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receive. And he who seeks, find. And to him who knocks, it will be open. You will seek me, he says, uh, and find me. And when you seek me with your own heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord in Jeremiah 29, 13 to 14. See God leads to life. You see, the poor will see and be glad. You who see God, may your hearts live. Psalm 69:32. It leads to forgiveness. Ah, seeking God leads to blessing. It leads to protection. That's why David says, One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Glory be to God. Ah, it leads to understanding and wisdom. Seeking God, seeking God, seeking God, seeking God, seeking God. Seek him, seek him. But what are the consequences of not seeking God? Number one, loss of salvation. He says, salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek out your decrees. From a believer's perspective, if one does not seek the Lord, you can become spiritually dead. For those who decide totally not to seek the Lord, they will obtain eternal damnation. He says, but seek he first. But then he says, the kingdom. Why seek he first the kingdom? What is the kingdom? The word kingdom has three meanings. Number one, it's the realm in which God's reign is experienced. Number two, it's a place where the people of God will live eternally. We call that heaven. That's the place. Number three, it is the sovereign rule of God manifested in Christ to defeat his enemies, creating a people over whom he reigns in which the power of his reign is experienced. That's the church. The kingdom of God is the realm in which God's reign is experienced. It's also the future realm inaugurated by the return of Christ. You see, the righteous will inherit this kingdom. The kingdom is also God's reign or rule is defined as the sovereign rule of God manifested in Christ to defeat his enemies, creating a people over whom he reigns in which the power of his reign is experienced. You see, the believer should seek to be accepted in the kingdom of heaven. It means that if you're a sinner, then you miss, you miss out because you cannot enter the kingdom unless you are born again. But if you are saved, it is necessary to keep focus. 
the problem we're facing is that in the pandemic, the pandemic is subtly destroying the believer. The Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And this COVID-19 is attacking good God Almighty, the assembling of ourselves together. You know why? Because unity is strength and a threefold cord is not easily broken. You see, the church should be fighting for unity and togetherness. Ah, you see, we should press ah, a pass all our issues and press our way into our prayer meeting, our divine services. Bible studies, good God Almighty, anywhere you sign up your name, you should be actively working, good God Almighty. But if you're not careful in this pandemic, we're going to have some issues. You know why? Everyone want to do their own thing. When the era now where everybody want to be a leader, nobody wants to be a follower. And everybody think, okay, uh, I can do it. I can do it better than pastor. So, uh, and, and let me tell you something. When God begin to use you, it, 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 if you, if God is using you and you're spiritually gifted without fruits, you will kill yourself. If you think that when you, God, you hear from God, it puts you in a different category than the remainder of the church. You do, you're not a mature Christian. The gifts are for edification of the church. You don't go around telling everybody that you can do this and you can do that. No, 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 no. If you know how much attack this family go through when more anointing come, some of the things I can't tell you because you're not ready for it yet. Even last night we were faced with serious attack. You see how I'm up here preaching. I went to hell last night and back. I told my husband this morning, anybody who's jealous of this position, you can take it. The amount of warfare, as long as the night was, I was up from 2.32 praying. Why? Because baptism is coming. So the devil has to lick me down. Lick us out before we get to the pool. You wouldn't know. Giftedness is indicative that God is using you for the furtherance of the kingdom. And so your giftedness is to build the kingdom of God. It's to build the kingdom. Look for people. I love kingdom. I love kingdom. I may go to warfare, but I love kingdom. And if you call me, no matter how tired, sometimes you don't even know I'm going through hell, but I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you because the gift is not for you. The gift is for the body. And so you walk in humility. If God make you raise the dead. You walk in humility. When people glory. He said, God, I give you the glory. When they say, oh, you know your soul. Sir. God, I give you the glory. God, I give you the glory. God, I give you the glory. It's not about me. But it's about you. 
kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. We got to wise up with this pandemic. This is the time that every department need to say who is in charge of this department. Ask the leader, do you need help? What do we need to do to move this department further? Because we're about the kingdom. Good God Almighty, you can't say you're anointed and you just let it fall and die. You gotta care about it. Care about it. He says, don't allow the cares of the world to de derail you from heaven. Don't be distracted by the things ah, that you're obtaining. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. Good God Almighty. Ah, you might be going through some different things, but you got to keep focus. You may face defeat, but you know, you got to understand you're not defeated. And as Satan come with his different blows, you got to be a soldier. You got to undergird yourself and says, for kingdom I live. For kingdom I die. For the kingdom suffer violence. But the violence must take it. By force. By force. But how do you depend? You, def you define or determine a kingdom seeker. A kingdom seeker is concerned about the things of the kingdom. The church of the living God is suffering from kingdom seekers. You see, when you are a kingdom seeker, no one has to call you about coming to church, coming to Bible studies, coming to praise team, coming to youth ministry, anything in the kingdom. The moment you hear about it, you're going to be like Jesus. I must be about my father's business. Oh, glory be to God. And some of you think I am like this because I'm the pastor. Let me give you a testimony and shut down some of the demons in this house. I was a youth pastor ah, for some years. First, I was a youth leader and a youth pastor. And when I became a youth pastor, I was so passionate about it. I never got paid a dollar. And I was never given any money to work the department. And I went to my job. I was working at 407. I said, God, you got to fire me from this job because I want to serve in the kingdom. My husband was not the bishop. And we were not it was not our ministry. I said, God, put me in a job where I can put kingdom first. So said, so done. The boss called me and she was going to say a sad story. I said, no, you're in timing. And I started to smile. I was the first person she ever fired and wondered if I was crazy. When she fired me, I went outside and I praised God. I said, God, here comes kingdom. When I told the pastor, he looked at me, he said, how are you going to survive? You're crazy. <laughs> ah, I am not up here preaching because I want to convince any of you. I've lived it. I have gotten jobs at certain companies when they told me to work on a Sunday. I said, nope, because there's a fulfillment and I understand about kingdom business. Can I tell you, they fired me from 407. I started the mortgage business. The first year I made $5,000 and God says, stick with it. And it's right there while I was 
we were building Adonai Ministries. We used to live at Murray Ross. Good God Almighty. Some of you going to empowerment places. Holy Spirit, empower me. He just made me write something down. He says, go do it and the money come. Can I tell you, I moved from Murray Ross to live somewhere that it would take people how many years to get there. And from there, God start to give me stuff. Good God Almighty, I have seen money roll into my bank account. And some of you wouldn't know because I'm not about things. I'm about kingdom. Anytime I feel like quitting, I feel sorry. See kingdom. You're a kingdom seeker. You're going to be active. If you're a kingdom seeker, you're not easily offended. If we are offended, we can sit down intelligently. Intelligently. Some of you West Indian, you need to learn diplomacy. Intelligently. If I offend you, the Bible says leave your gift and make it right. We sit down. You don't come and curse. Like you're in the world. No, you sit down. Because offense will come. If I have not offended you yet, it's going to come. But if you're a mature, if you're a mature, you will understand when you leave this church and you go to another church, they're going to offend you over there. So you're going to be running up and down in the earth until you get confused. But you've got to learn diplomacy. Pastor, I would like to have a word with you. You know, such and such and such and such. And you move it from there. But we need honor. Some of us don't have any honor. If you're going to seek kingdom, you got to have honor. And some of you treat me like you think I'm nothing. But you miss it because you don't understand. you got to learn honor and respect because God says uh, if you place somebody over you you better honor them because what is on them will fall on you kingdom seeker give offering kingdom seeker will witness as kingdom seeker have a teachable spirit a kingdom seeker will fast for souls a kingdom seeker love God and the things of God do we have kingdom seekers in this church that says I come to build the kingdom he says after you seek the kingdom you gotta seek righteousness so let me reiterate seeking the kingdom is where God's reign is experienced God's reign is in experience that's the def definition for the kingdom where God's reign is experienced as a kingdom person, you're a part of the kingdom. Being a part of the kingdom, meaning that you're the citizen of the kingdom, it means that you got to abide by the things in the kingdom if you want to live a successful kingdom life. But notice what God says. He says, after you've seek where his reign is experienced, talking about the kingdom, he says, then what? Seek righteousness because if you don't seek righteousness you can function in the kingdom you will function like a demon in the kingdom and call yourself a believer unless you get righteousness right what is righteousness the Greek is dikasin it means a proper relationship with a holy God Dikasin means straight. It is the act of doing what is in agreement with God's standard. 
the church is suffering from false doctrine. Gnostics is the area of where era where truth is relative and everyone wants to do their own thing and many twist the word of God to suit their unrighteousness. If we're going to be a citizen of the kingdom, we have to be righteous. Righteous means holy ones. Holy ones. If we intend to experience a revival, we must walk in righteousness. We got to rock in holiness. Righteousness will maintain your relationship. When you're righteous, you deal with things from a righteous standpoint. We have people who deal with things from a worldly standpoint. Can I give you a few examples? One lady met me in the office and she wanted to fight me. She came up in my face, put her hand in my face to beat me up in the office. When I call her at her sin, most people won't like me because I function in the fivefold. And some days I preach like a pastor, some days I preach like an evangelist, and some days I flow in the prophetic and other teaching and preaching. God has blessed me with the fivefold. I never know where the sermon is going to go. And I've had person who point in my finger to fight me in the office because I call out what they were doing wrong. Hmm, that's the era we're in. But if you're seeking righteousness, we can sit down and talk about kingdom matters. Just like the politicians, when they finish warring, they have lunch together. But the church leave and they call their phone. It's a hell phone and discord and they, 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 they rise up against you and they come at you. But I'm going to put a disclaimer. I'm not afraid of anybody in this church. Nobody. Nobody in this church. Nobody in this church. Nobody. As long as God tell me to do something, I will do it and I will take the shot. Because the problem we face is that as a minister, we cannot preach righteousness. We can't preach holiness. Oh God Almighty, righteous means straight. God Almighty, clean us up God, that we can come in one accord, that we can look like church, smell like church, talk like church, walk like church. You said without holiness, no man can see God. God, if we're too high, bring us down. Righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. We need righteousness from the head to the tail, from the top to the bottom, in every department, every praise team member. Oh, good God Almighty, every youth leader, good God Almighty, every person that controls the money, the ushers, good God Almighty. We need righteousness. We need righteousness. Unless no man shall see God Almighty. 
righteousness. He said, seek the kingdom and then seek righteousness. When we seek righteousness, we will be able to remain in the kingdom. We can experience the reign of God in our lives because we're trying to be like God. Every now and then we make a mistake, but we are humble enough to say, God, I'm not yet arrived. And some days I'm holy, but some days I mess up. But if you can use anything, God, you can use me. Clean me up. Jesus, put God first. Seek ye first the kingdom. What is the outcome? When you seek him, he will add everything to you. While you are seeking him and doing kingdom business, the things that you're praying about, you will see them starting to come to pass. As you focus on him, and focus on his kingdom. Whatever you believe in him for, it's a job, it's a house, it's a husband, uh, it's to give you peace, uh, you want joy. Whatever you believe in him for, as long as your focus is on him, those things, not it's not when or if it will come, but it must come because he says, after you have seek him and you seek righteousness, he says, then everything shall be added unto you. Good God Almighty, after you allow him to reign in your life, after you walk circumspectly before him, the next thing is reward. I'm not surprised when I'm blessed. I know I will be blessed. I shall be blessed. I must be blessed. Because if you're about kingdom business, blessing is a must. He says, I will bless the righteous. I will surround him with favor as with a shield. He's going to bless you. As long as you focus on him, your blessing is a must. House and car is a must. Those things must come. But the question is, where is, and I'm coming down, I'm closing. Where is your priority today in the kingdom? Can you do better where you are? Can you do better about the king's business? Where is your mindset? Are you saying I'm about my father's business? Can you bring your department to another level, to another dimension? Because you're saying, God, this is for you. Where are you? I admonish you this morning, this afternoon. Assess where you are. Assess where you are. Because it's right there. Some of you are waiting for your breakthrough. It's right there you're going to get your breakthrough. Right there. While you're working. While you're focusing on him. Right there you're going to receive a breakthrough. And you won't even know when it comes. 
You're talking to somebody who it happened to. I have a book with a list of things that I wanted to accomplish. And the other day I found a book and I said, good God, I have accomplished 99% of what I wrote in the book. And I can stand here as a witness that anything I need to do in the kingdom, I do it. I'm not putting it on hold. There are times when I just, if there's baptism and it gets stressful, I just don't do bar mortgages. And the people are calling, they gotta wait till next week. Right? Because I gotta do kingdom. I said, as long as you're not gonna lose the house, you can wait till next week for the refinance. It's gonna come. So if the, the finance team know, my pay coming in a season because one moment I got busy with the kingdom, then the next minute I'm doing it, right? Because kingdom is priority. Kingdom is priority. Your breakthrough is coming if you just master the concept that kingdom is priority. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple to bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one 647-882-9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God.